Hello and welcome to a Norwegian edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectabet and I'm joined as ever by Greg Browning and David Weatherston. How's it going, guys? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a couple of weeks since we uh, discussed all things Norwegian football. Um, I was actually just going to ask it how you guys enjoying the Euros. We're now what, a week into the Euros. Um, it's all been pretty interesting, hasn't it? I've been quite enjoying it. I was enjoying it until Monday. I was disappointed to be fair. Uh, David, yourself, I, I guess yeah. a similar story. Yeah, I've been, I've been enjoying it. Um, it's been very flowing. I've not very noticeable the referees are uh, not giving free kicks. Um, I think the guy, I think the boy tonight went a wee bit over the line. He was just letting everything go. Uh, <laughs> it's, but it's been good though. It's been very. It very has welcome. been good, and, and, it, and it's definitely noticeable that players are not going down as much and, and also getting up quicker I think just mm. because they're not they're clearly not getting some but yeah no it's been it's been enjoyable and there's definitely some teams yeah I mean some of the football has been really good I thought, I thought the Netherlands were really 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 good tonight really um, I've not been that impressed by the Dutch to be honest I think once they come up against a good team I know I agree I think, I think a team who counters quicker or, or attacks better will probably beat them in the knockouts mm. but I just think that they're playing good attacking football and they're quite exciting to watch, I think. And having seen all the teams in action, who do you think is looking most likely to, to win the trophy at this stage? Not Turkey, anyway, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a disgrace right? they've been. <laughs> uh, I mean, hard to say with France, obviously, beat Germany, but yes, I mean, I'd say France, Portugal and Italy are probably the three that have probably stood out for me the most. Yeah, although I, th- I thought Portugal struggled a wee bit. I mean, obviously, three late goals probably flattered them yeah. a wee bit in terms of the scoreline. Um, I just think the Italians have got some serious momentum. And they've got that look, they've got that look in their eye, don't they? They've got yeah. that want to not concede. And yeah. uh, it's very it's very club, club Italian. Uh, it does feel that way, doesn't yeah. it? Um, and I think momentum is just a massive thing at this stage in the, the tournament. Um, they look really good defensively and on Italian like going forward as well yeah it's really exciting they're really exciting to watch and yeah. I was been, I've been talking up Emo, Immobile on uh, Twitter <laughs> and yeah I really enjoy Immobile's movement's fantastic and he's got a couple of goals so far um, he was an outside shout for top scorer I think it was about 17, 18 to 1 or something at the start of the I'm actually at 12s after he scored in his first match right uh, nah, he was about 18 so far, at the start of the season at uh, the start yeah. of the tournament so I thought yeah he's a cracking striker in these yeah a good, good part of that attack Greg anyone caught your eye from a from a winner's point of view from a top goal scorer point of view I think Belgium have obviously started as we thought they would and mm. to be fair in hindsight the price of Belgium in their two Oh, it's been ridiculous, so hasn't it? Yeah. It really should have been super nap material. Yeah. I didn't quite yeah. tonight. I just didn't feel it tonight. And obviously they, they won two one in the end. Uh, but like against Russia though, even money against Russia. Yeah. I guess in hindsight, price. those two bets were unbelievable. And I guess uh, Belgium to finish top of the group um, was a strong shout actually. I yeah. think it's quite a popular yeah. bet. And it's something. Yeah, I've got a wee fourfold on with the top of the group of Italy, Belgium. Uh, Italy, Belgium, England and Spain so at the moment Spain are the ones that after their draw with Sweden are pretty dodgy but yeah 
So uh, you're not expecting Scotland to upset well, the bet tomorrow night. I mean, they might. <laughs> they might. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to lose the bet if Scotland beat England. Just yeah, on that match, I know we're obviously it's the Norwegian podcast, but we can always speak about the Euros as well. Um, for me, it's a difficult game to call. I think obviously England are massive, massive favourites. Um, Scotland need a miracle now, really, to qualify. I was just interested in the fact that the, on the cards market, it's actually um, you're getting almost evens for over three cards in the Asian line. So money back into three. Mm-hmm. Like I know that the second round of games have seen more cards in the first round. The first round was a bit of a disgrace, really. Um, didn't do many card bets at all in the first round of matches, but the second round of games have seen a lot more cards, at least three or four. So I don't think that's a bad shout. Um, I think both sides could probably get booked well, tomorrow. Not a lot of history though, between the two teams. Uh, but I think, I think uh, that Turkey game last night, I was laughing so much because I know people would have cards on and then the referee was absolutely dishing out the cards at the end. Was yes, I, was one of them. I, I threw that bet away um, at about 80 minutes and went, that's just shit. He lined them all up and just got the card and dished it out. It was brilliant. Well, I must say, though, it's a cracking result for Wales. I, I wrote Wales off, so apologies to all Wales fans. I think, like most people, I was expecting a lot more from Turkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Turkey have been the biggest disappointment so far in this tournament. They've been absolutely abysmal. Um, they, and they're out. they have been Turkeys. They have, they absolutely have. So well Indeed. done to Wales. Yep, yep, very good. Uh, so yeah, still plenty to look forward to in terms of Euros. I think it's been a, a huge success so far. Obviously, one of the big talking points was on Saturday night. We just hope that Christian Eriksen, you know, makes a full recovery. I think the whole world was kind of in shock watching the scenes on Saturday, but fortunately it looks like the outcome is going to be a positive one for him. Yeah, it looks that way. Um, I've not seen much about it since then, to be fair, but ultimately it was, it was a heart scare, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's going to be getting a, I guess, a pacemaker, officially it's called, isn't it? Like something yeah. to stop his heart from stopping. Yeah, no, I, I, I watched it live and felt physically sick watching it. I was... Absolutely horrible, and I said at the time that there's no way that these players should be going out mm-hmm. to play again, and there's no way that they want to. And loads of people were arguing with me on Twitter about it. Like, I was the same day, saying but they, they want the to, but there's absolutely no chance. And then of course it comes out in the days after that. Yeah, the choice was basically go out now or uh, forfeit the game or come back and play in the morning, which was just ridiculous. Yeah, like that'd be even worse. I think the it? manager said. The manager said. Um, you get two day you get two days cancellation for a COVID scare. That's right. You can't yeah. even get can't even get fucking twelve hours for a, a cardiac arrest, which just nah, yeah. it, was, it was absolutely horrible. And you have to feel sorry for that that Danish side as well. You know, it's yeah. pretty, pretty much. And they were great today against Belgium. They were, they were really they were really very good. good. They were unlucky to lose that. Yeah, uh, I think uh, if they go through, there will certainly be plenty of nations second favorite team. Yeah. Euros, uh, I mean, they should never have lost that first game. They, would, they wouldn't have lost that first game either. I don't think if so. That hadn't happened. How's Group B looking now? Because I need Finland to finish bottom. Um, <laughs> Finland play Belgium. Belgium are through already. Yeah. Um, Denmark have to beat um, Russia. 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 Who just um, need a draw. By what? A couple of goals, I think it is, to, to finish third bottom and get yeah. a win. It's all very tight in Group B, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I've actually asked for a calculator for Father's Day this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> because I think I'm going to need one next week. Uh, it's all going to get very complicated. Uh, but we'll see I must how admit, though, once we get through the group stages, I'm looking forward to the knockout stages. 
I find them much more entertaining to watch than the fact that they're knockouts. So, yeah, that's that's when the fun begins. Yeah. Okay, we did uh, we did say this was a Norwegian football podcast, so I suppose we we better turn our attention to elitist here. And David, it's been a couple of weeks since we've uh, touched yeah. on Norway. Um, could you maybe just give us a wee update on where we're at in terms of the season so far? Yeah. Uh, so we're well, we're we're on to game week eight officially this weekend. But um, some teams have played eight games, some teams have played seven, some have played six, some have played five. So it's a little bit. Um, disjointed the league but mm-hmm. we have got a pretty clear picture of who the the top sort of the top six are going to be um for the green top of the league they they smashed Thrums god city the weekend seven two sorry uh just last night wednesday night seven two and uh, that was an incredible attack on display it was absolutely reminiscent of last year um really looked back to their best and they have I think they've looked good pretty much all season. The one game they lost uh, to Odd, um, they lost a really early goal and Odd just sat as deep as you can with everyone um, and they just couldn't break them down. So, Glimps are looking good. Molda, um, Molda won again on Wednesday um, 4-1 uh, against uh, <laughs> some Salzburg. Salzburg, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah. They're looking, they're looking strong too. I think Glinton Mulder probably looked the best. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian Soon, though, to be fair to them, they've won five in a row. Uh, they played, played seven games, scored seven goals, <laughs> won five, <laughs> uh, conceded conceded five goals. So yeah, they've won, uh, they've won one nil four times, uh, two nil once. To be and, fair, though, uh, as, Dennis two, two, said, uh, as Dennis Law once said, as Dennis Law once said, one nil is never enough. <laughs> Unless you've won. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say their two defeats have been to Glimt and Mulder as yeah, well. Yeah, so, the first two games know. of the season. So yeah, fair play to Christian Soon. They've uh, they're very solid. Um and they're creating a lot of chances. They're just they do lack a proper goal scorer, but um they're playing playing some decent football. Uh, so they're in the third and the Rosenborg are just behind them. Rosenborg lost last week at Strim's Godset, which was a pretty poor display, to be honest. Pretty poor performance in the their sort of early early season promise is maybe fading a little bit. Uh, kind of looked as if they might be able to challenge this year, but uh, they've lost it. <laughs> lost that uh, Strum's God set, and that they lost at home to Molde as well a, f- a few weeks back. So I think I think what we're seeing is that Glimter are the real deal again, and uh, we're definitely not going to write them off this year. Um, or not write them off, but we're definitely not going to think that they'll come back to the pack this year because I think uh, I think they're a really good side again. And um, an interesting thing uh, last night, there was eleven different uh, goal scorer or assisters uh, in the seven goals, which is yeah. uh, pretty yeah. pretty incredible. Um, yeah, they've got a, they seem to have a lot of depth in attacking positions which is uh, only going to help considering uh, European football starts up quite soon Yeah I mean that was obviously their biggest win of the season um, you know they've been winning games but not <laughs> not to the same extent that they had at this point last season No yeah I know that that's it they have they haven't quite they've looked good like their passing has looked good but they haven't quite had that final sort of bit in the final third but to, <laughs> I mean, Serum's got set played into their hands. They they gave the ball away a lot and they played quite high. 
especially when they were chasing the game and both had just absolutely tore them to shreds. Um, but yeah, that, that, that was very, very reminiscent of last season, what happened like, mm-hmm. on Wednesday night. And it's, um, yeah, the other teams have, they've got to, they've got to up the game because if Glean's continue to play like that, they're not going to lose many games. Yeah, I think as well. Pull away again. Yeah, yeah, they could. Looking at the league table as well, it's quite apparent there's quite a divide already, isn't there, in terms of quality in the league. Um, So in terms of the top six, um, I guess with the exception of Christian soon to are on a great one, five wins on the spin. Maybe we wouldn't expect to see them as high as third, but they're having a great start to the season. But other than that, though, I think Tromso down to Sandefjord, so 7th into 16th. There's only five points separating 10 teams. Yeah. And it, and I guess it's difficult as well because it is match day nine, match day eight, match day seven, and match day six yeah. for some of these teams. Yeah. Which doesn't yeah, really help. I, I mean, at the start of the season, when I was doing my sort of preview, picking who's going to finish sort of between seventh and 16th was just, yeah, it's a bit of a toss up. There's not a lot between them, and, the, yeah, and, and we kind of knew there wouldn't be. Like, yeah. I think I think Sandefjord were the favourites to go down their bottom at the moment, and they're, they're looking a bit in trouble. Um, already, um, Brand, yeah, a lot of people thought Brand would struggle, and they they are struggling just now. Tough start, didn't they? Brand. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. I think those teams will beat each other, and yeah. I don't think the pitch will open up until the second half of the season. But um, yeah, the top six, I I don't think that top six will change now. Uh, oh. for the, they'll change amongst each other, but I don't think anybody will get into it. Yeah, because of the different teams playing a different number of games, it's quite hard to kind of make a judgment call on, you know, who's in a false position and the likes at the moment. Um, David, you were saying that the reason for the top kind of six teams having played so many games is because those are the teams that are going to be playing in European games pretty soon. Yeah, so there's uh, there is four Norwegian representatives in Europe this year, so that's pretty good. Um, obviously, with the UEFA Conference League coming in, uh, they have three representatives representing the country in that and uh, both the Gleams obviously in the Champions League uh, qualifiers as well so the draws were this week uh, both the Gleams got a tough looking draw uh, against Ligia Warsaw mm-hmm. uh, or Ligia Warsawa should we give them their proper name <laughs> um, so yeah both the Gleams uh, home first which is probably good for them, for them I think it uh, should give them a chance to to build a lead and uh, when they can play in the counter, I think they could. I mean, they can. They're good enough to score against any team. Yeah. Like they showed against AC Milan last year. Um. But yeah, uh, Rosenborg. Uh, Rosenborg. Have. You're gonna have to remind me. This, this is an Icelandic team. Yeah. 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 Uh, Molde through Servette from Switzerland. So, yeah, interesting. I think Molde will be favourites. Rosenborg will be favourites too. And I think Bode Glimt are probably favourites against the uh, Ligia as well. So, that, um, yeah, interesting uh, to see how they progress because it's not far away. I think it's about two two weeks maybe. Yeah. Um, maybe even next. Week. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think the June. Yeah. Okay. 
Sverison. And do you know it was it was great just seeing the Norwegian teams. You know, obviously we are a wee bit biased because we we've covered them in detail in the podcast, and obviously you're living over there. And it was it was great just to follow them in Europe last season because obviously Glimt and, and Molde did so well. Yeah, I really I really enjoyed it as well. Um, obviously Molde, the run after Chris and the new year was a nice little. <laughs> boost bonus. To, yeah, yeah really a real bonus to us because we weren't watching any Norwegian football well I wasn't anyway because there was not on so that was a nice wee bonus and um, yeah Bode Glimt obviously gave AC Milan a run for their money which surprised a lot of people but not probably didn't surprise us to be fair by that time we'd already sussed out that they were mm-hmm. pretty special so yeah nah, looking, looking forward to it starting and I'm, I'm a big fan of this conference league and when you look at, look at the teams that are in it it's really quite exciting to see well, I'm very excited, and... as you can imagine, because... Oh, yeah. yes, St. Johnson, Claxon coming up. Yeah. <laughs> we're now a good 15 minutes into the podcast. I've not mentioned St. Johnson yet, but once we get beat in the Europa League qualifier, round three, we drop into the um, the conference playoff match as well. Can you? Can you? Who does St. Johnson have? The draw's not been made yet, but we know who we're playing in the group, the um, Europa League. Uh, qualifier round three. Do you know what? It's a bit of a, a nightmare to get your head around. There's so many different dates, yeah, draws, yeah. all that sort of stuff. And you announced yesterday that away fans will not be attending the match. So that's yeah. a real shit, really. Not just for myself, but Hibs fans, Aberdeen fans. It's a big part of being a supporter of those clubs getting to go to away games. Yeah, yeah, especially. We'll still get a little trip to, to the country the we're going, but we won't get to the game, unfortunately. And that'll be the same right across Europe. So, a bit of a shame, really. Can you imagine the scenes on this podcast if St. Johnson get drawn with Molde? Oh, it'd be carnage. It'd be a three-week <laughs> podcast. A podcast every day. <laughs> oh, it might just be our first podcast from Norway. Oh, that'd be nice. We'd have to do a video. It's a beautiful a place, Molde, to be fair. It's a really, really nice part yeah, of it. Some stadium as well on the water. Yeah, it's really nice. Lovely. Okay, I think that's enough of a catch-up for where we're at this season uh, already, David. So we're going to have a look at, I don't know, what match day are we call on this, Greg? Six, well, seven, eight, nine? Well, I call it match day nine, eight, seven and six. However, <laughs> okay. it is match day nine, because that is the, the latest match day for some of the clubs. So we'll call well, it match I, day I nine. I think it's officially eight uh, in Norway. But I think they're calling eight, matches, eight. Though, so. Yeah, but they played a match day 15 game or something like that. Oh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're, uh, well, let's just call it match day eight. eight. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided. Uh, we've got, um, <laughs> most of the games are on Sunday, but we've got one game on Saturday. And Greg, you're quite keen to have a look at this one. It's Sandyfjord v Viking. Uh, we already touched on the fact that Sandyfjord are, are bottom of the table. Uh, David, I was going to ask if that's a false position, but you'd said that they were favourites to go down. Yeah. Just looking at their results, I mean, they've had quite a tough start as well. Defeats to Molde, Volarenga and Rosenborg. Yeah. Um, and they've only played five games. Uh, yeah. taking, taking three I mean, the, the, main, the main issue they, they lost their manager who had brought them up from the boss and give, done such a good job last year. Uh, lost quite three or four starters as well. Um, they've got an untested managing duo in charge, and yeah, they've, they've looked okay. They've have looked okay, but um, what they were so good at last year was defending strong, really strong base and sort of picking teams off uh, yeah maybe once if they were lucky but they've played more attacking football and they're definitely more open um, I think this could be a high scoring game on uh, Saturday 
And Greg, that would suit you for the debate that you've picked out. Yeah, absolutely. So in terms of the angle for this match, um, looking at Sandy Fjord, conceding lots of goals. Yes, they have had a tough start. They've lost, obviously, 2-1, I think, Rosenborg, 3-1 at Vorenga, 3-1 against Molder, but they also lost 3-0 against Mion Dallin. So four defeats in five. They've shipped two or more goals in four of their five games. They're bottom of the league. And they're playing a Viking side who come into this with their tails up after absolutely pumping the Vollering a 4-1 um, on, I think it was Sunday, which was a terrific, a really fantastic result for them. Uh, looking at the last few results as well for Viking, they could actually go third if they win this. So going about their business quietly, but they're right up there at the top of the league. That would take them to, I think, just two points behind um, Bode Glimt, I think. Um, they've beaten Lillestrom 3-1. They beat me on down 2-1. They lost 4-2, I think, at Hoggerson, didn't they? Um, a surprise result yeah. there. Yeah, they've and had they two, two bad results they've had. They've had a really bad result at Rosenborg and they had a really bad result at Hoggerson as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I fancied them to do well at the start of the season. And, uh, yeah, I think they've got a really, really good attack in front four, which is... Uh, so this is always a quandary you've got with these sort of games. So... Viking haven't kept a clean sheet now in 10. And to David's point, David does fancy goals in this game. Would not be surprised to see Sandy Fjord score. No. So you're always kind of weighing up. Do you back Viking to win? Or do you back Viking to score two or more goals? Now they're 30-10 to 10 to win the match. But I'm more than happy to take them at evens to score two or more goals. Given the form that Viking are in at the moment, scoring-wise. And as you can see, Sandy Fjord are struggling. So two all will suit us fine here. Two all will be lovely. <laughs> yeah, we don't care who wins as long as Vikings scores two. Uh, no disagreement from you, I take it, David. No, I think I think the price in Vikings very generous as well. I'd I'd, I'd fancy them to win, uh, and yeah, goals. Veton Brescia, who I I back to top score in the in the league this year. Mm-hmm. Started a little bit slowly, goals. but he scored four in his last two yeah. now, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, that front four, uh, Berisha, Trepic, um, Kevin Cabran, Free Johnson, the four of them, are, and uh, also Torstenbo has been playing as well. So it's been, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, Free Johnson was obviously my my friend at the start of the season with his 12-1 uh, to 1 to score any time playing attack in midfield. But uh, the bookies have cottoned on and he's now like, yeah, he's about 3-1 for uh, any time, which is not as, not as exciting. Yeah, well, that's probably because you won so much money on it. <laughs> so you've only yourself to blame. Uh, okay, so a first bet of the weekend then is Viking to score two or more goals at even money, and that game kicks off on Saturday at two. As I say, the rest of the games are on Sunday. Um, we'll have a wee look at Rosenberg in a minute, Greg, because you've got a double on their game and also the Brand game. So we'll have a look at Brand first in their home to odd. Yeah, so Bran had a, just an awful start to the season. It was grim. I think they lost their first six games. But I have to say, the computer fixture generator was not kind to them. Um, they're away at Viking, away, home to Vollenenger, away to Mulder, away to Rosenborg, and at home to Bode Glimt. So you're basically playing the top five teams in the league in your first five games. Um, however, they have kind of tightened up a little bit. They have turned the corner you could say. They had a cracking result at home to Storm's Godset two weeks ago and they won that 3-0 and they drew 0-0 last weekend. 
that um, it was a Starbuck. Was Starbuck? Was it? Yeah. So four points. Um, moving up the league, obviously it's such a disappointing start. But looking at the corner stats, though, um, certainly stack up. Um, they've hit some really good numbers. Um, Bran, they hit eight against Moda, seven v Rosenborg, nine v um, Storm's God set as well. So they've hit six or more corners now in five of their eight games, and they're playing an odd side who, other than their shock victory against Bora Glimt, what two or three weeks ago. Um, having a pretty tough season so far. Not been a great start to the season for them. Uh, sitting in ninth, but there's not there's only two points separating these two sides. I did look at Brand to win this match. To be fair, uh, I think they might just do that. Um, six plus corners was four to five, but not keen on six plus corners at that price. A bit short for me, um, but I do think Brand will take the game to odd here and should rack up at least five corners, which makes a good part of a double. What price is the five plus corners? So five plus is two to five and six plus is four to five. Yeah. And I also no. like the fact as well, Odd have conceded quite a few corners too. They've conceded six at Volringa, eight at Christian Sund, uh, five at Lowestrom and seven at Bora Glimt as well. So shipping plenty of corners, uh, Odd. Yeah, they're averaging five and a half. Conceded every every match. Okay, so as I said, that's the first leg of a double, and the other half of the double is from the the Rosenborg game, and they host Sarpsborg on Sunday. Yeah, nothing flash here. I think Rosenborg's problem at the moment is they just can't defend. They're absolutely shambolic at the back, aren't they, David? Uh, shipping goals for fun, really. At home, though, they are scoring lots of goals, but I think it's worth pointing it as well, though. In their four home games, they've shipped two, three, and two. Uh, they lost to Molda, they won 4-2 and they won 3-2, and they've won 5-0. But they are scoring goals, though. So lots and lots of goals. Um, that's, what, 14 goals in the four home games have scored so far. Um, I did look at Rosenborg to win this match as part of the double. It was just slightly shorter at 4-9. But I think, given Rosenborg's scoring form, they're at home, you'd fully expect Rosenborg to score two goals here. And that makes a nice 11-10 double with bet 3-6-5. No, sorry, Skybet, sorry, Skybet. Yeah, Rosenberg looked like the team to get on for goals this time uh, round the uh, 7 out of 8, both teams have scored in 7 out of 8, over 2.5. Um, and that's kind of along the lines of, of maybe what we expected from Rosenberg this season, David. Yeah, uh, I mean, again in, this, in the winter, they kind of they made some strange signings. I don't know what their transfer policy is, but they seem to be Sending a lot of older guys who have been at the club before and probably going to be in big wages. So this wages. So they signed uh, Marcus Henriksen last year. They signed Percy Lian Shelbred, and then Alex Tetty, uh, who's not played yet. Um, I think I think he's ready to play now. Uh, who's who's going to probably add a decent a bit of probably a bit of cover for the for the defence if he's playing in front of them. But um, yeah, they've they've conceded too many goals, which has been their their big issue. Um, against Durham squad set last week, they were quite disappointing to be honest. Um, although when they were one 0 up, Christopher uh, Zacharias and missed two really good chances. First one was one on one. Second one, I don't know how he missed it. Came sort of dropped him five yards out. And it's really unlike him as well because he's the he's the top scorer and. Um, the main man in attack, but he's actually suspended this weekend. 
um, which is a is a bit of an issue. Uh, they've obviously got a lot of options, um, but Zachariasen is definitely the sort of mid attacking midfielder that gets in the box and and uh, just seems to pop up at the right time. So it's one potential problem, but I do mm-hmm. think. Um, I do think they'll win at the weekend, and yeah, two goals at home. Uh, they usually they usually score. They have scored at least two every home game so far. Uh, one thing on Sarpsborg, um, in the in the since the last time we were on a pod, they've got a new manager, uh, Mikhail Stare. Left to go to EFK Jutteborg uh, in Sweden, so they brought in Lars Bohinen, who was pretty unsuccessful with all the student last year um, so Sarsborg have gone from a pretty defensive manager in Mikael Stare uh, to Lars Bohinen who likes to play attacking football they probably still play a back three but um, yeah Sarsborg are going to start conceding more goals and probably scoring more goals progressively throughout the season you would think just by the way Bohinen is and uh yeah, I, 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 they conceded four, four at Mulder last week, and uh, I think I, I think Rosenborg will be too good for them. And, and Rosenborg as well, off the back of that defeat, um, will be pretty hungry to to write it. And I think as well with these two bets, in terms of the the angle on these bets, we don't really care about the other side, so it doesn't really matter what happens to the other side here. We're just relying on ninety minutes of Rosenborg getting two goals and Bran uh, hitting five corners. And that's yeah. quite an approach I'll take to quite a lot of my bets in terms of doesn't really matter what the outcome is um, as long as those t- things happen. Yeah. David, you also fancy corners in this one? Yeah, I just think Rosenborg at home, they always seem to be... I mean, Rosenborg are... I mean, every game except one, um, there's been at least uh, at least 11 corners. Um and um, the price for over over ten and a half corners was uh, five to six yeah, on bet three six five. I'm not sure what it is in Skybet. If it's probably not up yet, actually. Um, but yeah, five to six uh, for over ten and a half corners. Something they've done in every game bar one. Um, I think they'll be yeah they'll be out to to win obviously and get some get yeah catch up again with the leaders who they lost ground to last week. I just think. I think Rosenborg home games, the way they play, they get in a lot of crosses and they, they yeah, they like take a lot of set pieces and uh, score are quite dangerous in set pieces, so they do play to win set pieces. So I think uh, I think over ten and a half corners at that price is probably uh, yeah, a good bet. I must say I'm really pleased that um, Dev McDonald from Pine Bovril isn't on the podcast tonight giving out corner tips. <laughs> Given it didn't get that far away. Where did, where did it get to? It got to like eight or something in the second half. Just about context, he put in the group chat that he really fancied over nine point five corners in the Austria Holland match tonight. Um, I think there was how many in the end? Oh, there was none in the first half. No, none by half time. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Dev there. Uh, just on just on Lars Bohinen. Um, yeah. Can can you guys name the three English clubs that Lars Bohinen played for? Leeds. Derby. Derby is one of them. Blackburn? Blackburn, there's two of them. Full oh. house here, David, come on. Uh, uh, 
No, Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest. Never got that. Two out of three wasn't it bad. There you go. Okay. Anyway, we side there. Uh, so David, over ten and a half corners for you at five to six, and Greg, the second half of your double is Rosenberg to score two plus, and that's alongside Bran to win five corners, and that pays eleven to ten at Skybet. Good stuff. Uh, last game we're going to have a wee look at is the 7pm kickoff, and it should be a good one. David, Follerenga v Glimt, um, and a fairly standard bet for you in this one. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, as it's a body Glimt to score uh, two, two plus again. Um, yeah, I mean they scored seven on Wednesday, um, which was which was pretty pretty good, um, and they've scored they've scored two plus and. Every game bar the one game against Odds where Odd just sat in and there's no way Volleringa will do that. Uh Volleringa like to press from the front. Um they like to try and take the game to, to their opposition, especially at home. So I can definitely see it being a good open game. Um a, Volleringa actually what game the other night against Odds, um a bit of a sad well not not sure yet how bad it is, but Aaron Dunham who for me, I mean, he's one of the best players in the league. Um, the the best dribbler in the league by a mile. He goes, he does twice as many dribbles than anyone else, and he's really, really exciting to watch. He got an absolute horror tackle from uh, John Kitalano, and he had to go off um, last night. So, uh, wondering, it might there's talk that it could be his, his ACL, but or maybe a bad ankle injury, but with. Test today didn't uh, prove inconclusive, so they're going to have to go back for more tomorrow. I think it was maybe too much swelling or something. So, Aaron Denham probably going to be out for Volleringa, which is a huge loss. Um, Sharpton's on their main strikers out as well. Um, Henrik Udal, who was top scorer in Obos last year, has come in for him, and he scored. He scored uh, two and two, so he's had a nice, uh, nice start to life with them. Um, but also uh, at the back, Tolos. Uh, Tolos Nation, who's their sort of main centre half, he's injured. He might be back for Sunday, but uh, he's not played the last uh, few games, so they're a little bit weak at the back. And Sam Adekugbe, the left back, he's been playing for Canada this week, so he's maybe not uh, going to be back in time either. So yeah, there's there's a, a few issues with Olaringa, and mm-hmm. um, it just sort of adds up to going. Being favourites, a pretty good price. At they are a good price, yeah. Uh, Seven, to win the game, yeah. And also a great price to score in both halves at three point two five. So see for see for us and Johnson Claxon, we need a Bodo <laughs> to score in both halves. Claxon as well. I mean, they've done it. <laughs> <laughs> they've done it in uh, every game bar two uh, so far. So that's six out of eight. Uh, a 3.25 to do it here against Follerenga, who are a little bit weakened. And I mean, they've conceded plenty of goals as well. Volleringa have conceded 12 goals in their eight games so far. Um, yeah, I, my bet is Bode Gleam to score two plus goals, which is uh, even money on bet 365, which is a really good price. Um, but yeah, I don't discourage. Scoring both halves, especially with the way I think this game will set out and uh, just a few weaknesses that Volleringa have just now um, in personnel. Yeah, that 75 on the glint win. Kind yeah, of it's nice. I like I it. Yeah, I, I, I haven't I listened not, to you for the last two minutes. 
Yeah, especially that, after them being battered. Oh, they played so that's well, Glebe, uh, on uh, Wednesday as well. It was an absolute joy to watch. And Vollering, I played on Wednesday as well. They drew 1 1 with Odd. Odd did base. Vollering has scored uh, Dow, and then could have had a penalty. The referee didn't give it. Looked looked like a penalty. And then about two minutes later, gave Odd a penalty. Um, it, it was a penalty, to be fair. Um, and then. They scored that just before half time and then just sat in again. Like it was they slightly didn't want to win. Um and Dunham get injured in the first half as well. So Volleringa were a little bit weakened and odd just sat in. It was really disappointing and uh yeah, it shows shows they when they come up against a better team they're just not interested in, in attacking, which is a bit disappointing really. Okay, so it's over one and a half goals for you for Glimt uh, at even money at bet three six five, but you'd also be tempted by Glimt to score in each half, which is nine to four yeah. as well, and yeah. to win as well. I think it's a good yeah. price. Okay, okay, that's us covered our bets for the season. Greg, is there anything else you fancy this weekend in the week to see and anything else standing out? Yeah, just looking at Chris, um, Christian Sund uh, for corners. Obviously, they're playing great at the moment. Five ones in the spin. They're actually a massive, massive Corner place. Kings. They are. They're actually a massive place as well to win at the weekend. They're 13-5, to five, um, which is pretty big, I think, for a team that's won the last five matches. Um, they're away to... Hoggerson, they're away to... Hoggerson, yeah. Hoggerson, yeah. So, big price there. But, yeah, looking at corners, there's no corner markets yet in terms of team corners yet. And also looking at Lowestrom, they've actually had a really good start to the season in terms of corners. So looking at them as well. Not sure though what sort of line we'll get. I must admit the bookies have been pretty wise so far. They've set the line pretty high in a lot of games in terms of team corners and match corners. Yeah, I mean so I think- what's the match match corners Christian soon do averaging what fifteen is it? Let me I'm just on it just now. If I can just find it. <laughs> well well whilst you look for that, I was going to just highlight 15. Average fifteen, yeah. Uh, we from two away games. I've seen them average nine and a half corners yeah. themselves. Yeah, it's um, early in the season yet, but I just feel they're away to Tromso. Obviously, two promoted teams. I'd be really keen to see what sort of line we could get on on Lewisham to hit maybe five. I must admit, I'm not a fan of six or more. Um, as you know, I like to try and find a bit of value in terms of teams only having to hit four to get us even money, but. I'd be keen to see what they are for five. So that's something I'll probably share in the channel once yeah. markets come out um, tomorrow or tomorrow night. Okay. And just very briefly, we're recording this on Thursday night. There's an Obus League in card on Friday. Anything there catch the eye for either of you? Um, a big game of the day. Top two to the top three meet. So Fredrikstad's come up and they've done fantastic. Well, haven't they, David? A really good start to the season, scoring goals. They're playing our favourites from last season, Hamcam. I, it's a game where they could probably just cancel each other out. I did look at that game for goals. It's a bit short though. So you're probably having to double it up with something else. It is a league that should have goals. There's 25 goals scored last weekend. All eight matches went over 1.5. I was actually on that myself. Um, it only paid 3-1 to one, though. And there's usually always one that lets you down. But for those that like the um, total goal bets, uh, Skybet are offering 25 or more goals at 4-5. to five. So three goals a game, basically, which I think is maybe just a bit too short. Yeah, there's eight games, is it, tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, yeah full uh, card, yeah. 
Yeah, David, anything for you? Uh, no, just uh, just on Start, who sacked their manager this week. Um, so they've got a new manager in for the home game against Ulshisa on uh, tomorrow night. After a bad start. Last season. Apologies. Yes. Also, I'm going to the Shuras Blink v Ilf game. So over five and a half goals in that one. Thank you very much. No, no. Okay, though. Good stuff. Can you guys just give us a wee recap of your bets then for the weekend in Norway? Greg, starting with yourself. Yeah, so Saturday, uh, Sandy Fjord at home to Viking, and I'm taking Viking to score two or more goals at even money, and that's with Skybet. And on Sunday, I've got a double here. I've got Brand to hit five or more corners at home to Odd, and I'm doubling that up with Rosenborg to score two or more goals in their match, and that pays 11 to 10 um, with Skybet. And David? Yeah, uh, first off, Rosenborg as well. I'm going for over 10.5 match corners, uh, and that pays 5 to 6 with Bet365. Um, probably keep an eye on Skybet to see if it's a better price when it comes out. Or is it out already? I've not checked. I've only checked no Bet365. Yeah. yeah, so far. Uh, <laughs> and also, Bode Gleam to score two plus goals. So, Bode Gleam's over 1.5 goals. Uh, it's even money. Um, on Sunday night, and that is the late. That's the late kickoff. That's uh, seven pm UK time. Yeah, I suspect that might not be even money by seven o'clock on Sunday. No. So, without getting on that one early. Good stuff. Thank you very much. Now, don't forget you can follow the guys on Twitter at Browning eighty four Greg and at D Weatherston eleven. If you want more tips like these ones from Greg, just follow his, uh, well, you can join his Telegram channel where he posts his best bets daily. Just visit gambler.co.uk for all the details of how to sign up there. And also don't forget to check out uh, David's blog, which is at davidweathersonfootball.com, where David provides more in-depth analysis of the game in Norway. And it's always worth a read, isn't it, David? It's very much so. <laughs> when, you're not, <laughs> when you're not golfing. Good stuff. Thank you for listening and uh, best of luck with your bets this weekend, guys. Yes, good luck. Cheers.